ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead, prayer, devotional, memorial, family, evangelistic service. My beloved family members, uh, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible episode number 534 where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. Today we are reading 1 Kings chapter 8 verses 44 through 53. Let's pray. Holy Father God in heaven, I praise you and I thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word. Lord God in heaven, grant me your energy, your strength, your unction, your anointing, your freedom and your liberty, and the power of your Holy Spirit to pray, to read your Holy Word, to teach your Holy Word, to preach your Holy Word, and to preach your Holy Gospel, that others may see the light and get saved. For your glory, praise, and honor for the lifting up of your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. For it is in his name I do pray. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible at 1 Kings chapter 8, verses 44 through 53. If thy people go out to battle against their enemy, whithersoever thou shalt send them, and shall pray unto the Lord toward the city which thou hast chosen, Pardon me, Lord, and toward the house that I have built for thy name. Then hear thou in heaven 
their prayer and their supplication and maintain their cause. If they sin against thee, for there is no man that sinneth not, and thou be angry with them and deliver them to the enemy, so that they carry them away captives unto the land of the enemy far or near. Yet if they shall bethink themselves in the land whither they were carried captives and repent and make a supplication rather and make supplication unto thee in the land of them that carried them captives saying we have sinned and have done perversely we have committed wickedness and so return unto thee with all their heart and with all their soul in the land of their enemies which led them away captive and pray unto thee toward their land which thou gavest unto their fathers the city which thou hast chosen and the house which I have built for thy name. Then hear thou their prayer and their supplication in heaven, thy dwelling place, and maintain their cause. And forgive thy people that have sinned against thee and all their transgressions wherein they have transgressed against thee and give them compassion before them who carried them captive that they may have compassion on them. For they be thy people and thine inheritance which thou broughtest forth out of Egypt from the midst of the furnace of iron that thine eyes may be open unto the supplication of thy servant and unto the supplication of thy people, Israel, to hearken unto them in all that they call for unto thee. For thou didst separate them from among all the people of the earth to be thine inheritance, as thou spakest by the hand of Moses thy servant, when thou broughtest our fathers out of Egypt, O Lord God. Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your holy word, have it to find a lodging place in our hearts and help us to truly obey it. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for our sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, who mm -hmm.
believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead service family members. My beloved, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. This is episode number 139. We're at Psalm 15:5. The Holy Word of God reads, He that putteth not out his money to usury, nor taketh reward against the innocent, he that doeth these things shall never be moved. Dr. Spurgeon goes on to share, He that putteth not out his money to usury. Usury was and is hateful both to God and man. That a lender should share with the borrower in gains made by his money is most fitting and proper. But that the man of property should eat up the poor wretch who unfortunately obtained a loan of him is abominable. That is with usury. Those who grind poor tradesmen, needy widows, and such like by charging them interest at intolerable rates will find that their gold and their silver are cankered. Bribery, let's see, are cankered rather. We'll get to bribery later. The man who shall ascend into the heel of the Lord must shake off this sin as Paul shook the viper off into the fire nor taketh reward against the innocent. Now we get to bribery. Bribery is a sin both in the giver and the receiver. It was frequently practiced in Eastern courts of justice. That form of it is now under our excellent judges, almost an unheard of thing. Yet the sin survives in various forms which the reader needs not. That we are the person which we need not. That we should mention and under every shape it is loathsome to the true man of God. He remembers 
that Jesus, instead of taking reward against the innocent, died for the guilty. He that doeth these things shall never be moved, nor storm shall tear him from his foundations, drag him from his anchorage, or uproot him from his place, like the Lord Jesus, whose dominion is everlasting. The true Christian shall never lose his crown. He shall not only be on Zion, but like Zion. He shall not only be on Zion, but like Zion, fixed and firm. He shall dwell in the tabernacle of the Most High, and neither death nor judgment shall remove him from his place of privilege and blessedness. Let us betake ourselves to prayer and self-examination, for this psalm is as fire for the gold and as a furnace for silver. Can we endure its testing power? Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your holy word. Have it to find a lodging place in our hearts and help us to go thereby. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, service family members. We are now in the family segment, or what I Uh, have dubbed the family verses. And today we are reading for the second day, Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 20. And I told you yesterday, and I'll say again today, that if you don't understand this passage, if you are not saved yourself, and you do not understand this passage, your marriage and your family uh, will be doomed, particularly if you claim to be a Christian family because the devil himself, as you call him the enemy, will um, destroy your family. And do not think he won't because thousands of families that were in the church have been destroyed because people do not understand this passage, don't read this passage, don't take it seriously. Ephesians 6, 10 to 20, and I'm just going to read a few verses today. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. You see here, God is speaking to the brethren and to the sistren. 
he's speaking to Christian people in this entire passage, which deals with the family. And God taught me many years ago that this is adjacent to the family versus proper for a reason. You must understand this part, otherwise your family is doomed. Because if you don't get it, and you don't understand it, preferably everybody in the family understands it, there's no way that you can stay together. <clears throat> Unless you compromise with sin. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Okay, that will help you a whole lot right there. Make sure that you're prayed up, you're read up, you're walking with the Lord, you don't have sin in your life, and you're filled with the Holy Spirit of God, you're strong in the Lord, and in the power of His might. <coughs> Pardon me. Okay. Preferably the husband needs to be this way and the wife needs to be this way and the ch teenagers and the young adults and the children by the grace of God need to be this way and husbands it is your job to help your wife who is the weaker vessel in every way to uh, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And uh, if she's not saved, as is the case with my wife, Marika White, uh, you need to try to lead her to the Lord. Religious and lost. You may have a wife. You may have a spouse who is religious and church-going and lost and on their way to hell. Uh, you're, going, you're going to have to pray even harder and uh, if her pride prevents her from getting saved because she wants to hold on to the past, uh, you're going to have to pray even harder. That's all there is to it. Uh, there are no simple answers uh, but salvation. Uh, no man, no woman should act like a demon in a Christian marriage relationship, period. Period. Uh, there's no way that that should happen uh, or in a Christian home. Verse 11, put on the whole arm of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Make sure that you put on the whole arm of God. Make sure you pray with your wife and your children every morning. Throughout the day, pray for them, even if you're not together, and then pray with them at night. Ask God to put on all of you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand and stay married and stay in the family unit and to fight against the tricks and the wiles and the strategies of the devil. If you don't take that seriously, your marriage is going to be ruined. And you will not be successful landing on the other side, 30-something-odd uh, years married, 40-something-odd years married, 50-something-odd years married, and so on. 
verse 11 put on, I mean, uh, verse 12, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. If you have a weak link in your family, the devil is going to exploit it. The devil is going to ex- destroy them and then seek to destroy you and the rest of the family. That's all there is to it. This is spiritual warfare, and it is more deadly than physical warfare, my friend. Wherefore, take unto you the whole arm of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. There's that whole arm of God thing again. You need to put on the whole arm of God. And the best time to put it on is first thing in the morning. Don't wait till 6 o'clock at night. Uh, You'll be destroyed by then. Wherefore, take unto you the whole arm of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. God expects you to stand, my friend. Stand, stand, stand. Stand therefore, having your loins go about with truth. Make sure your mind and your heart, your soul and your spirit is filled with the truth of the word of God. I, I assure you, my beloved, the best thing you can do along with prayer is read the Bible. I, I, cannot, I cannot emphasize that enough. Read your Bible for yourself. And uh, in the scriptures, you will find leadership, guidance, and direction as to what to do. From the Old Testament to the New Testament. And having on the breastplate of righteousness, that is, the righteousness of Christ, and also right living by the grace of God. And we're going to leave it there at verse 14. Uh, tomorrow, if the Lord tarries is coming and we live, we'll deal with verse 15. And onward. Let's pray for others. Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray for the healing and the revival of all saved people in marriages and families. We pray for the salvation of families that don't know you as Savior. Uh, Pardon me, Lord, and Holy Father God, we pray. Lord, and grant us your energy and your strength, your unction and the power of your Holy Spirit to pray. We pray, Lord, for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, for the comfort of the grieving. And, Holy Father God, we pray for all Christians everywhere that you would have mercy and grace upon each and every one of us. Please forgiving, please forgive us for allowing people to pass by us and not witness to them down through the years when, he, when we had a chance. And Lord, uh, uh, forgive us from our sins of disobeying your great commandment and your great commission. I pray, Lord, also that you will help us to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways, from our wicked ways, and to repent, Lord, of our sins, and to get back to you our first love. And Holy Father God, we 
pray for all government ministers, people who are in the ministry of government, from the president on down to the military and all uh, all uh, law enforcement and uh, around the globe for all governors and all leaders of territories. We pray, Lord, for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick. and for the comfort of the grieving and mourning as we have people uh, who have died recently, mass shootings in a church today, mass shooting at a grocery store yesterday, and uh, Lord, police officer, who has died, Comfort these families and comfort these people. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And uh, Holy Father God, we uh, pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray for all people who uh, are being persecuted for their faith around the globe. Uh, We pray that you would comfort them, bless them, and protect them. Lead God and direct them in the way that you want them to go. Uh, grant them your grace in their trying hours and even in their dying hours. And Lord, prepare us for our day to be persecuted, that we will stand strong in the faith and not deny you. We also pray, Lord, today for not only the millions who have suffered and who are hurting from the coronavirus plague, but Lord, we pray for some people by name, a few people by name. We pray for the family and friends of Maryland resident James Summers. We pray for the family and friends of Illinois resident Hack Flong. We pray for family and friends of Ohio resident Aaron Kim. We pray for the family and friends of DC News producer Clifford Feldman. We pray for the family and friends of New Jersey chemist Ramesh Chandra. We commit these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in ours as well. And Holy Father God, we pray now for all of the people Uh, who have sent in prayer requests down through the years, and we pray for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, blessings upon them and upon these new prayer requests. Lord, uh, hear and answer their prayers and our prayers for them. And Lord, we pray for a few prayer requests here. We pray for Tammy. Please bless her with the money she needs to uh, live on and do what she needs to do. We pray for Jillian. Please give her guidance, direction, purpose. Show her what her calling is. Give her wisdom, confidence, support, and new opportunities regarding lifestyle in all relationships. Protect her from spiritual attacks. Deliver her from unclean spirits. 
and any curses help her to be closer connected to, to you Lord Jesus we pray for Gail please give her a financial breakthrough in her life we pray also Lord for the people who have gotten saved through hearing the gospel preached through this ministry and have chosen to write back we pray Lord for Robert Mobisa Junior Ogega and Joshua we pray that you will bless them all and you them all for your glory your praise and your honor we also pray, Lord, for the people who have recommitted their lives to you. We pray for Don, M.B., Otito, Brenda, Ezekiel, and others. We commit these souls into your hands and let your will be done in their lives and in ours. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. God bless you, dear friends. Make sure you pray without ceasing. And uh, I'll be preaching here shortly. Uh, so come and be with us if the Lord will so lead you. God bless you. Now, dear friend, if you are with us today, if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, John 3.16 states, For God so loved the world. These are the words of Jesus Christ. God so loved the world, that means that if you are in this world, God loves you. That he gave his only begotten son, God gave up his only begotten son to suffer and to bleed and to die on the cross for your sins. He shed innocent blood on the cross for your sins because Jesus Christ never committed a sin in word, in thought, in attitude, or in deed. Yes, you can have a sinful attitude. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son up to suffer and to bleed and to die on the cross for our sins, however, our lies, our stealing, our lusting after people and things, coveting after people and things, what other people have, our disrespect and dishonor and disobedience and having bad attitudes towards our parents, our taking God's name in vain and so many other sins. These are just five of the Ten Commandments. If we have broke one of them, we have broken the whole law according to the Bible. Jesus died for all of our wickedness and all of our sins. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, he was speaking of himself, that whosoever believeth in him, the word whosoever means anybody at any time, the word believeth means to trust in, to have faith in him, Jesus Christ, should not perish, that is, you will not go to hell, but have everlasting life. So, dear friend, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ today so that you can be saved from the torments of hell. For the Bible teaches that once you die unsaved, if you die without believing in Christ, you will immediately wake up in the torments of hell. If you want to avoid that and wake up in heaven and in the arms of Jesus Christ, if you will, 
believe in the Lord Jesus Christ down here. For the Bible says in Romans 10, 9 and 13, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. For whosoever, whosoever, that, there's that word again, whosoever, anybody at any time, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. It's very simple to be saved, very easy to be saved, contrary to what people will tell you. You don't have to be in a church building to get saved. You don't have to join a church to get saved. You don't have to get baptized to get saved. You don't have to give any money to the church to get saved. You don't have to shake the preacher's hand. You don't have to raise your hand. You don't have to walk down the aisle. You don't have to do anything to get saved, but believe in Jesus Christ and call on his name and pray and ask him to save you. And he will do so, my beloved. If he did it for me, he'll do it for you. So believe in your heart. Only you can do that. That Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins. Was buried and rose on the third day. Pray with me the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God in heaven. I acknowledge that I am a wicked sinner, and I admit that I have broken your Ten Commandments. I have indeed committed some of those sins that were mentioned earlier by the preacher. And Holy Father God, I admit that I deserve to go to hell just like a criminal deserves to go to jail. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my crimes and sins. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and uh, into my spirit and save my soul. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day. And Lord, I, don't, I do not understand it all, but I thank you for it all. And I believe it all. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul. And change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to truly repent of my sins past and to truly repent of my sins present and to turn from my evil life and to follow you, Lord Jesus, in the new life. For it is in your name I do pray Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you just believed in the Lord Jesus Christ with all of your heart as your Lord and Savior, and you prayed that prayer with me and you meant it from your heart, I declare to you 
that based upon the Word of God, the Holy Bible, that I just shared with you, you are now saved from hell, and you're on your way to heaven. Welcome to the family of God, dear friend. I want to congratulate you on doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ Jesus, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John chapter 10, verse 9, uh, and this is what the book title is based on, I am the door, Jesus Christ said, by me if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you, is my prayer.